Hey everyone, welcome back to Cora Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romanticy with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. Um, I'm a filthy rotten liar this week, like more so than usual. Um, so Caitlin is not here, but we do have two other guests here. Our first is Jenna. Say hi, Jenna. Hi. I love the pause that you were like, oh, that's me. <laughs> um, so uh, Jenna is one of our bestie uh, book friends. She also is, as you guys hopefully know by now, if you don't, then get your shit together. No offense. Um, is co-host of the Bookmates pod, um, which I can't recommend enough. Just saying. Um, but I mean, Jenna's, Jenna's cool and all, but like, anyways, our other host guys is none other. And this is a revelation to, uh, to us guys. Uh, we found out right before, um, the wonderful, spectacular, super sexy, amazing C.E. Ricky Madison, would you like to insert an apologize? Uh, yeah, I would like to apologize. <laughs> I have been saying C.E. Richie the whole time. Legend the whole time. So yeah, let's yeah. just let's just be aware of that. Um. Also, though, also known as uh, Chelsea. So everyone, say hello. Hi guys! Hi. Super excited to be here. Hello, hello. Um, do you want to kind of introduce you for anybody that's because sometimes we have people listen that uh they may not read your books yet, even though I don't know how you haven't. I'm just saying given our uh, podcast episodes before this, but uh, just kind of give a brief intro rundown of uh, your your kind of books in general. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I'm C.E. Ricky or Chelsea. Lots of people know my real name, so we can go by that too. Um, I write very emotionally felt and spicy M.M. romance. Uh, M.M. is male, male, or gay romance, if you are not familiar with the genre. Um, so... Yeah, we just talk about all things boys loving boys here. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. Also, I don't know if you guys know, but you should because I've mentioned it several times. Okay, Chelsea is the fucking queen of QFSR. Yes. I, I have dubbed that. I've dubbed that the quick fuck slow romance people. Yes. It's the way to go. It I is. don't know if uh, I don't know if Jenna told you that I my current work in progress I wrote that as one of the tropes. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't oh tell her. I oh didn't tell her. It was oh literally she was like QFSR, and I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm dying. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Might be no, the coolest thing to ever see, happen to me. <laughs> I wish you could see Mads's face right now. Just pure like red joy. Just a full. Oh my god. <laughs> This may be the coolest thing to ever happen to be in my whole life. So yeah, Mads, um, you've peaked. I've you've peaked. peaked. <laughs> you've Everything else is done. Everything else is downhill. <laughs> oh my shit. Okay, so um, I've got to ask. Okay, so was the River of Rain duet your first book? So yes and no. It was my first published works. Um, however, I have hundreds of thousands of unpublished words in just lost file folders that will never see the light of day of like mf romances and you know i was like there was a billionaire series i wanted to write and there was a college series that slowly turned into the late new series and now they're all gay um (laughs) there's just lots of stuff that is not ever gonna see the light of day but it is my first published work yes Okay, okay. 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 Um, Because I want to say, 
I know. I uh, literally wow, wow because guys, you've heard me talk of River of Rain, um, the duet for a long time. Duet Blake, and <laughs> and um, Wait, has she been told this story? I told yes, her, I but I didn't say it was you. It was Blake. It was fucking okay, Blake. Hang on, hang on. Does that you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Though is like normally, like even if it's like a duology no. or duet, it can no. be a different couple. That's a series. That's a series. Duet. But why? Why is it automatically if there's two books that it's the same character? Because like, the duet why, and duology always go together. It's called the well, River go of together. Rain duet. River of Rain. And River and Rain are the characters. Follow the river after rain falls. <laughs> it literally makes sense. Okay. No, it was like one thirty in the morning. I was emotionally distressed. Clearly. Um, anyway, guys, let's, let me just give you a little synopsis here. Okay. Some things that if you're looking to read, you got to fucking pick up this duet. Okay. One enemies to lovers. Holy fucking hell. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, I've never read such good hate sex in my whole life. Oh my God. Prime top tier. Fucking love Mm -hmm. it. Um, you get a little bit of the sports romance. Um, you literally get, you know, an introduction into like, a future series going on in book two. I mean, you've just, you've got it all. You've got it all. You've got secret society, secret things happening. Like it's great. Um, I honestly, last night, um, my friend quite overbooked Anna picked up the river of rain duet. She finished it. She's done. Like (laughs) she's already done with it. She texted me. She's like, I'm done. I just finished. I didn't get up. And then I messaged her because I had FOMO because I wanted to talk about it. (laughs) And she said she just ordered them on Amazon. (laughs) So she, but I gotta, I I gotta ask, I have to ask, where did the inspiration for this duet come? Like, I gotta know. Okay. So it's kind of a long story. So actually I had never read male, male romance up until June of 2022. Oh. So, and I, so I published Follow the River in December of 2022. Mm-hmm. So if that gives you any idea. Um, I had read, my first MM was Wicked Lies Boys Tell by Kay Webster. If you haven't read it, you should read it. It's very, very good. Um, it's Friends to Enemies to Lovers. And That's it just had best. a lot of angst. Ooh. It had a lot of things that I enjoyed in just straight romances. Um, and so then I read Him and Us right after. I know you guys are big fans. So mm-hmm. I read those three books, and I was, like, talking to my now assistant. I was like, I like I need stuff on this level. Like, I need stuff like this. She's just like, I haven't – like, she was newish to MM. She's like, I haven't really found anything yet. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, then I'm just going to write it. <laughs> And so that's literally the hold my beer. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I knew I wanted it to be very high angst, very high. Um, I wanted a lot of hate. And yes. like, delivered. The, the, the funniest part is the one scene that I like, I remember like outlining this in a notebook and I was like, you know, I really want this like hate sex locker room scene. But it never actually turned into sex in the book. It just, oh. you know, it was the infamous blowjob scene. It was just the best but... blowjob of my whole life. Oh my god. <laughs> but it just so good. It was just kind of born out of out of 
my newly found love for MM and the tropes that I love to read. Um, it got a little bit darker than I had anticipated originally um, with on the emotional level and just content wise. I didn't I didn't plan for it to be like Dubcon. I didn't plan for any of that to happen, even though that was the first scene I wrote was that shower scene. Oh, um, welcome! Hello. Yeah. I said this to you before, but I thought that that scene really like does like that's the scene to build off that book, like that shower it, scene. It it was it was unintentional because like you know obviously like I said I had these like plans and outlines and stuff, but when I actually sat down to write it, I was like this is how awful they get to each other. This is the worst of the worst. And I need to build to this point and then I need to bring them back from this point. So it made sense to write it from there. Um, but I was like, well, okay, this is this is where we're going. Like it was not planned to go that dark, but it- Okay, I have know, to ask, did you plan- to leave that cliffhanger because I swear if I had read it while you were publishing it I would have I would have screamed I would have died I would have like passed out fainted I would not have lived so it was yes. originally supposed to be one book it was just supposed oh, to be one oh book. my god so but then when I realized so okay backtracking into this a little bit Roman series was already a thing I wanted to write the Enclave series. They were all supposed to be straight, again. <laughs> but when I realized that the plot lines for the Enclave series and the duet would intermingle very well, I was like, okay, why wouldn't I connect them? Mm-hmm. It was dumb not to. And so when I realized that Roman needed to be in this book, I was like, I, I can't it's going to be like 500 pages. Like I can't actually just 500 ebook pages, I should say, because they are like 450 paperback pages anyway. But so I was just like, you know what, we'll just split it. And so I knew that it would be a cliffhanger. That was one of the first things I wrote too, was the last, the airport scene. I love um, how you just write like the top tier, like wreckage <laughs> scenes first. And then be like, Oh, I'll just go on from here. Yeah. Get it out of the, you know, like really purge it. And then, <laughs> Yeah, I I wrote I wrote some of the hardest emotional pieces first, just because then I could just like cry and get it out of the way and be like, okay, now we're good. We're good. Did you we cry can... while you're writing? So I have cried writing every single book, except Don't You Dare. But I did cry writing that book because it was making me so angry <laughs> <laughs> for different reasons. But like, yeah, I mean, I there were moments where I would just sob writing chapters. Um, specifically, I mean, the chapter where River tells Rain, like, the way I ache for you, it's fucking toxic. That mm-hmm. chapter, I sat and sobbed, played Give Me a Sign by Breaking Benjamin on repeat oh! to write that that chapter. And just was sobbing the whole time. Um that one was a really big one and the one where river has that like breakdown in in uh, oh. chapter, chapter seven in after rain mm-hmm. falls in his car mm-hmm. that one was really hard for me to to write and then of course the scene where we get the flashback in chapter oh. one mm-hmm. i cried a lot for that one i so. cried so much reading this book these books <laughs> so much 
And you, yeah. you two especially, I want it known as I'm reading them, they they were just like, they would message for like updates, right? Like we literally had a dedicated like WhatsApp channel for it. But the main question I got was, have you cried yet? How many are you crying? <laughs> I hope you're crying. I'm like, you know, out of context, these messages sound a little odd, right? Like, <laughs> please tell me you're sobbing. I want you, I want you emotionally wrecked. And I was like, I am, don't worry. <laughs> I love that. It means I'm doing my job right. You know, that's, that's what I like to hear. I feel like if you're crying while writing, that's just a sign. Everyone else is going to fucking sob. Like we're not even, we're not even writing it and we're in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal. I, I definitely am more, I call it method writing. I definitely feel all of the emotions that my characters are feeling as I'm writing it. Um, it's which is hilarious considering like I the books that I cried the most for were actually River and Rain. I sat and wrote Head Above Water, which obviously is my most emotional book of all my books, and I didn't cry nearly as much. But I think it was a lot of it was like I was repressing it, so I didn't like just become an emotional mess because of the content. Um, but there were times that I I just like lost it writing that book too. Like I was like I have to go like step away and go do something else because it just it's very overwhelming but i think that translates to readers you know yeah you guys can feel what i'm feeling as i'm writing it like that's oh we do yeah (laughs) good we do um okay so another question that i have here um are we gonna get any more books with that prime hate sex (laughs) because it's so good like can we like get another one yes so you just are like I should just give you guys my like giant list. Like, yeah, listen. If you just all want to these, make things easier, <laughs> if you want to make things easier, you just send that on over. <laughs> I have a list. I mean, I it's really funny because I was talking to one of my author friends um, about things that I cannot <laughs> talk about. Um, but we were discussing, I was like, oh, look at this ridiculous list of names I have for all these books that I plan to write. You can't, we can't, you know, can't use these if we ever <laughs> want to write together. Like, it's a These names are list. off They're, the limit. Yeah, they, the I list. mean, I have covered, I have covers for books I probably won't release till like 2025. <laughs> like, it's, it's bad. So I definitely have eight uh so I guess I can tell you about this one so CTBU is one that people kind of ask about sometimes it's a dark captive MM Ooh, that okay. I plan to write this is gonna be like when I say dark I mean like pitch black like, oh my yes! favorite kind <laughs> okay. eventually I mean it was slated for this year but with lots of life circumstances happening moving across the country right. I was just like there. I need to just yeah. publish a book. It does. It's not probably going to be that one because, uh, you know, just life gets in the way. But right. uh, CTBU is very, very dark. That's going to have some very, very passionate hate sex. Um, and I mean, where do I pre-order? I would love to say that Ice Dot will have it. Mm-hmm. However, it's more their dynamic is just so weird to me right now. Yeah. Um, because they're more. It's like that bantery, egging on, teasing kind of hatred. It's not actual true hatred the way it was in River of Rain. Right. So it's just okay. different. Um, and then I do have another standalone 
planned that is a rock star MM that they're okay. bandmates. And they were bandmates. So they were. Maybe not like oh, each I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so like how many okay, because like we found like your books, what do you say, like three months ago when the obsession mm-hmm. really hit? Um, how many books like a year do you release normally? Like what sort of writing process do you have? Well, that's, I mean, so. You don't have to have a serious number, just some, yeah, some authors I do. mean, ideally, ideally, I would publish quarterly, mm-hmm. ideally. And oh, that's wow. my goal for next year. Um, obviously, again, with this year being so chaotic, I mm-hmm. was not able to hit that. Um but I published, let's see, I f- published Follow the River in December 2020. After Rain Falls was February 2021. Then it was May for These Vow Secrets. And then September for Head Above Water. So it was pretty much quarterly. And that's like the goal that mm-hmm. I would keep following. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I was like com- completely emotionally damaged after writing Head Above Water. Could not finish Don't You Dare for the Life of Me. Um, because they're so different and going from like one extreme to another was really hard. Um, but when I have a muse, I can, I can crank a book out in no time. I wrote head above water in just over a month. Oh, wow. It sounds like it's like when we read and we get into book slumps, like Mads and I are like currently feeling a book slump right now and we can't like decide where to go. Like, it sounds like it's a writing slump. Like you can't like go on. Exactly. It's it's a lot like that. I mean, it's it's not necessarily writer's block. It's just like you have to take a minute to like emotionally recharge yourself mm-hmm. and like force yourself to like feel the loss of because like you're saying goodbye to these characters, you know, you're mm-hmm. just needing to recalibrate your brain into different minds. And mm-hmm. so it does take a minute, at least for me. I know every author is different, um, mm-hmm. but I definitely need that moment to like just kind of step back and recharge myself because otherwise I'm just gonna burn out and that's not fun for anyone <laughs> is that Kirby is Kirby okay there Matt <laughs> why not that's why <laughs> I love him he cracks up I love him so much <laughs> he hates pretty guys he hates pretty much everything but Mads and her husband guys literally like my dog is statement. the same way only he hates my boyfriend too he only likes me <laughs> I actually think my book was just dropped off from Amazon. I think that's what it was. <laughs> this is Cora Rose's fault. I ordered Luke. <laughs> oh, you got it in the mail. Um. Okay. So, what? I I know we've talked about this, but like, what is your favorite book that you've written? So, Head Above Water is hands down my favorite book I've written. Um, those Kenan Easton, they just they consumed me. I mean, I told you I wrote that book in. 35 days I wrote 125,000 words in 35 days and it was just so easy I've never felt more just in tune with characters they they just flew on the pages like they just I literally just bled all my emotions all over I'm like here you go like take just take it keep keep it going like it was a lot of and I think that's because it was you know I was repressing 10 years worth of grief that I wasn't dealing with and Mm -hmm. then just kind of was like here you go and put it on the page and then it became even more special to me you know after um, my divorce that just happened like 
losing a person that's still alive like that's the whole theme of the book too mm-hmm. besides just grieving someone who has died so it it's a very special book to me those two will forever live in my heart as my favorite even though I love River so much um Canon Easton will forever just hold that top tier place for me I just like I feel like I I, head up of water is my most tapped book because like you depicted grief so well like so well and i've gone through grief of different um levels but like i read a lot in river of rain but i was like bawling all throughout head above water i just like cried so i mean that book i cried more than river of rain and i cried so you nailed it (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and it is different for everyone, the way that people grieve. And if you haven't necessarily gone through that process, you don't know. And it it doesn't resonate the same, but I feel like so many people in life have gone through it. And so I I felt that it would would settle with a lot of people. I remember tabbing, like, this is it, like, underlining different things where, like, they're realizing that they're grieving very differently. This, like, and it's just it's so true. Like people just don't go through it the same. And some people are very expressive and some people kind of suck it in and hold it in. And it was just, it was really well done. Thank you. Um, so you have these vow secrets and you said you already have the plan for it, but we're like, one, I think we should definitely do the dark romance ASAP, but that's but that's my opinion. Um, Concur. But, like, no, pr- <laughs> no pressure. But no pressure, but maybe trash everything else and go with that. Um, but so when are we Concur. like? I don't know, when can we see more of these vile secrets, or do you have a plan yet? Unfortunately, I've tabled Enclave um, okay. for the time being, just because. I did such a good job at making everyone hate Roman in you the duet. You really that did. That no one really wants to read these vow secrets, to read his redemption. So just, I and I hate saying this, but, you know, it is a business. It is my right. livelihood. Yeah. I have to make the decision to write books that people want to read. Mm-hmm. And right now there's mm-hmm. just not an, a lot of interest in the Enclave series. That's not to say I'm never going to finish it because I absolutely want to because I well, Asher is next, and I'm obsessed with Asher. Asher's my favorite <laughs> of the five. Like, I have to write him. But right now, it's just not something that's on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Iced Out is firmly at the front of the table. And then after that, I mean, I love see. a good hockey romance. So yeah, yeah. same yeah. for me on that. <laughs> hockey, hockey sports romance is top tier sports romance. No, I mean swimming, but that's um, fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not a swimmer. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not even like a huge hockey fan, but if you if you give me a hockey romance, that legit. I mean, I what what like, do we think is that? Like, what is that? Because I feel like in MM hockey romance is just the top. What the, the best, hell is okay. that? So for me, and this shouldn't surprise either of you two. Um, for me, I like the hockey like the violence of the mm-hmm. sport that's what gets me because you can literally just beat the fucking shit out of them <laughs> i mean you i guess you could get in the penalty box right but like for the most part the sport is super high contact and um 
aggressive. You're like, going to love ag- him. Aggressive, Blake yeah. is reading him right now, so. Yeah, Blake is reading him. She's really going to love it. Yeah. Um, But, like, maybe that's part of it because, like, the aggressive nature of the sport itself. And, like, sports are always a, a great outlet for emotions. At least mm-hmm. they have been for me. So, like, I think hockey is a great sport where if you're doing with, like, repressed emotions or some heartache or just anger, hate towards a certain, like, teammate maybe i don't know like it's the perfect setup maybe maybe there's something there or i'm just obsessed with violence either way i mean i'm so i gotta no i have to ask though i have to ask though okay so obviously you know river of rain you can literally just predict people are gonna cry are we gonna cry and iced out or is it more towards the don't you dare vibes um it's gonna be more don't you dare than that they have more they have more angst than that because it is enemies to lovers it's uh so it's more of a uh it's it's enemies with benefits oh oh Oh, yeah okay okay so it is entirely qsfr yes that's it no you're right quick you're right you're right you're right okay oh my god dying guys dying i'm so excited so I know, like, oh my everyone God. is, like, dying for that one because, like, it's set to come out at the end of this month. Is that correct? Am I right? It was supposed to come out in July, but then I decided to go take a month-long, month-and-a-half road trip, so <laughs> to kind of Where you saw Corgi, so it's okay. Yes. So cool. We accept beach, Corgi so vacations. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so it's set, I believe, for September 23rd third is what i said it okay. for it might be pushed back to october however it will be coming out okay. this year that's okay. all i can guarantee awesome Excellent. so i'm so excited that's okay i will we will just look forward to it anxiously i mean we pre-ordered yeah. that book so fast when we oh. because we like remember we like found it randomly like it didn't yeah. come up when we searched you originally to get all of your books when we all when morgan mm-hmm. mads and i got that haul and then we found iced out and we were like, how do I miss this? And immediately pre-ordered it. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I mean, I've been sitting on that cover for months now and I'm just like, I just want to write it, but they just, they got into this weird place. And I say they, cause like they run the story, like as an author for me, I don't tell them what to do. I say, this is what I want you to do. But here you go, ruin my plans, ruin my right. life. Take over <laughs> it, I don't care. <laughs> so they ended up like they were doing some stuff. I'm like, this is way too soft. You guys are supposed to hate each other. What is happening right now? So I kind of just like pushed them off and I'm like, okay, we're just going to let you figure your stuff out. I'm going to go try to write something else for a little bit. See, we'll come back to you when you're behaving and doing what I want. But I don't know. Quinn, Quinn and Oak are just. I don't know. They're they're figuring it out. I th- I think I've figured out what their issue is, and so I'm excited to dive back into their story. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard because I there's so many stories I want to write, like I was saying, and I'm just like, well, who's gonna talk in my head today? Which one of the voices yeah. am I gonna have to listen to? Because there will be yeah. days where I'm just sitting here, like you know, writing my mm, doing great things, and then all of a sudden Asher's like, hey, but what about this scene? <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> Where are you coming from? Like, Because Asher's book is MF, correct? 
It is. And that is another reason <laughs> I've put off writing it. Because I am entirely terrified to write a female point of view. So, but... like, <laughs> by awakening then? I said the same thing! We could at least get some poly hope balance. I out. said that too! <laughs> there... Femme? You could do femme. Like, I mean, that's okay. (laughs) I have to say, though, as you were, like, going through all the characters, like, and how you hear their voice and they kind of run the show, one thing, this is very random, one thing I wanted to, like, be like, you're amazing at is your characters' names. The names you have. I love every single one of them. They're just... They're hot and dark. Yes, and, like, Mm -hmm. unique. They're unique without being, like... Crazy. crazy yeah crazy like you know what Apple. i mean and like <laughs> who is this like when is paltrow do yes i'll yeah, never get yeah. over yeah that. i'll never get yeah. over that. <laughs> I just, that one i have a lot of questions but i just uh yeah the the names are just top tier and that's like mm-hmm. a weird hang up for me where i will if i'm reading a book and i don't like the name or even and this is an author's fault if it's like a name of like somebody that I know that I hate or something, I'll straight up in my mind, like Brad will become like Thomas. Like I, I, I'm I'm terrible with names, but like, you know what I mean? Like I am not, if I'm not like keeping that name in my head and with yours, I'm always like, Ooh, who's this character? Ooh, Roman. Ooh, hail. Ooh, river. Ooh, right. And I'm just like, damn it. And he said, Quinn, I love the name Quinn. I'm like, son of a bitch. Are such good to names. kind of go off of that, I really love how like all of your books kind of connect, like their worlds connect in some way, shape, or form. Like I love in Head Above Water and Don't You Dare that we get those that scene from both books. Like that stuff, I love. Like I love Easter eggs like that where the worlds connect in mm-hmm. books. Yeah, that so, was a that was a fun one because I I know you guys weren't around for this yet, but I was originally supposed to release Don't You Dare before Head Above Water. Um. I was writing, I started writing Don't You Dare, the minute I sent, uh, God, I think I sent After Rain Falls to my editor, and I started writing Don't You Dare, so that was in, like, January of 2021, so I was writing that book for a year, on and off, and then I published two other books before it. So when I say I cried writing that book, you see why now, because they were just <laughs> not cooperating with what I wanted to do. Okay, I have to, I have to ask, and maybe you can't say, but you can throw me a wink if you can't, but um, is Iced Out going to emotionally shit on me at 90% the way Don't You Dare <laughs> You can just throw me a wink, like, um, oh, no. At least I know going in. I know going in. Okay. Okay. I mean, now you're going to get, oh, you're going to get to the end of the book and like start sweating. I have speed read. Okay. She's going to speed read and we're going to be like, Mads, get to the chapter. What's the chapter? What's the page? Tell us when it happens. Here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a hoe for a third act breakup. Like I love (laughs) Jenna just falls down. You know, it's, and that's not to say that it always has to happen, because obviously TVS, they don't have a third act breakup, you know, it's just something else entirely that happens, but. I'm watching you. Look at you. That was still emotionally damaging. I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> it was I cried, kind I cried, of like. I cried writing that scene too. Oh God. The knife scene. Oh. Uh. I cried writing that scene. 
Jenna, I was so God. mad you finished before me, especially this weekend when, like, I was too, like, with the wedding. I know, you were so far ahead of me, and then I, like, caught up. It's because I and didn't I was... get to read all weekend. It was awful. And then I'm, and then I'm reading, and I'm messaging CE, and I'm like, what is happening right now? What am I reading? I was so upset. I literally, at one point, I, I got to the, um... What am I trying to say? Strip club scene. Oh, yes. And I had had it hyped up. I had to put my Morgan Kindle down. Morgan hyped us. I had to put my Kindle down to do wedding festivities right at the beginning of it. And so, like, for hours in the back of my head, I was like, what's about to happen in this strip club? As I'm like, you know, at a family wedding. That scene, I was so angry at the beginning. I was so mad. I felt so many things and I sent this to you and you were like, don't, there was so much anger at the end. It was fantastic. And I loved it so much. And I wanted to cry from happiness. Like there it is. <laughs> that's there it is. I love that. That's what I've been waiting for. That scene <sighs> for so many people, they're like, it gets so many different reactions. And like, I, that's so fun fact. That was the last scene that I wrote in that book. Because I do I not understand your writing order. Holy shit. <laughs> because, so, okay. We'll back for a second. <laughs> I outline so thoroughly. I know what happens in every single chapter. So I can write whatever chapter I want. I even know whose point of view it's in. Uh, okay. So okay. I can write whatever scene is calling to me. So, like, for instance, one of the first scenes that I wrote for Iced Out is their first hookup. Which obviously doesn't yes. happen. Might as well oh. start off with fire. Most of the time I write a sex scene first, if I'm being honest. Most of the time. To feel out the chemistry. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then I kind of fill in gaps. But I always know most of the time what happens in every chapter. Or if I have okay. some holes, I can easily fill them in. Um, okay. But to go back to that. Yes. So that was the last scene that I wrote. For these vital secrets, because I was like, where do the body parts go? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have seen there's extra body parts here. What do I do? (laughs) I've seen so many authors talk about that um, because I'm just a junkie for anything poly and above. And literally, like, they will like buy like Barbies. literally place them <laughs> so Draw like it's like you stick figures yeah. i mean yeah i so it's actually there, i had to look at a photo so i oh, had found smart. this photo and i knew that scene would happen and i was like okay so i looked at this photo i'm like how am i gonna describe this how i'm like i need to make sure i label each part correctly to each person and i'm like and this is why i will never never say never but Highly will probably never write Polly because writing threesomes is hard. It's if, very if hard. If you need me to send you some photos, like I'll just I'll send them right on over. I'll help. I'm a very good stick figure we artist. We do have a nice chat for all things. Yeah, porn. porn <laughs> we do have I like how you pause to try to be like, how could I say this? How can, I'm just like, how can I say it? It's just we have a porn chat. It's we have a just porn. Chat. porn. <laughs> Um, I literally love that. I love that you like know where they're going, but also if like the characters say something, you're gonna go with it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think it's it's a fine balance between the two because, you know, I say like I say I'm a plotter, but then there were twists and turns in every single book. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Thanks, guys. Thanks for keeping me in the loop because I didn't know you were going to do that. And there's also moments where like, I think this is a, this is actually what. So here's a fun fact. The scene, the tattoo scene in mm-hmm. on the beach in Head Above Water. Yeah. I originally wrote for Don't You Dare. Oh. And then I'm like, this doesn't oh. fit. This doesn't fit them. This doesn't fit. This doesn't work. And I'm like, why does this not work? And then I realized, oh, that's not these characters. Because sometimes what will happen is I just have a scene in my head and they are not attached to a character. And I'm like, where does oh, this okay. go? Who does this belong to? Um, and it's not often that happens, but yeah, it's it's very weird. My brain is a weird place and I just kind of just like throw stuff on paper. You should see my notes app in my phone. Like it's just pages of just <laughs> random dialogue and I'm just like, we'll figure a place for this one day somewhere. Um. So what do you think? So like I just, I was talking to an author the other day and they said that the hardest part to write of a book is the synopsis but I'm curious as to what you think the hardest part um I mean I yes and no blurbs are so hard because Mm. you have to like sit there and pick apart what you want your reader to know ahead of time without entirely giving your entire plot away like what Mm -hmm. are so it's and it's like you know a hundred 150 words to describe this book to get people to want to read it and so for a couple books it was so easy to write the blurb um head of a water of course was i wrote that on the first try i was done um but then like you know it's like inserting the perfect amount of these are the tropes you're gonna get this is the dynamic you're gonna get but i'm not like but that's it like you it's it's an yeah. art form. Writing blurbs is an art form. Yeah. I have not yet mastered it um, because it is something that like kills every author, I feel like. Um, I am very bad at like the first three chapters. Like I hate mm-hmm. writing the beginnings of books. That's why I write out of order because I can't write the <laughs> beginning <laughs> until I know what's going on. Um, Does that include like the like prologues you write or preface or so, you know because um, those are always like those oh, are hell so like, good. Your... So my prologue so, so the prologue, especially like in Fall of the River, the prologue I wrote pretty early on because I knew from the beginning that it was going to be in third person because I knew I didn't want you guys to know who it was. I wanted you to have to figure out and wonder this entire book, who is that guy? And then you get the answer. Oh, we did. (laughs) Yeah. And then you get the answer. You're like, that's not who I thought it was. Because most of the time people think that it's the senator. Most Mm -hmm. of the time people think it's Rain, but it's not. Um, So it's it depends on the book i mean i feel like i wrote the prologues pretty for don't you dare i wrote that first but then after that i just jump around like chapter one like the actual beginning of the story Mm -hmm. like where they are currently i hate writing them because i always have a tendency to try to info dump 
Mm. And I'm just like, and that's why when I plot and I write out of order, I can sprinkle the info in, you know, chapter five, Mm, chapter seven, chapter three. And then I'm not going to do it in chapter one because I already put it somewhere else. That's smart. enough. That, it yeah. that makes it. so much sense in my brain. Like so much sense. It doesn't make I, sense to half of my author friends that I talk to. They're like, how the hell do you write like that? And I'm just like, I'm see, a pretty feral person. I'm a sucker for like lists and outlines for like everything I do. So like how you're like, you do an extensive outline and then it helps you kind of like whatever you're feeling that day and like where to sprinkle information. That like soothes my soul. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the good seen- shit. The outline for the duet was like six pages long. Wow. Like it was intensively outlined. And then I would just like literally like copy and paste in my document, like that little piece of the outline at the beginning of the chapter. And I'm like, that's what happens in this chapter. Okay. And then I just write below it and then delete it when I'm done. So my word counts are never right because I'm always constantly erasing (laughs) and adding stuff, but hey, it's fine. Going back to the synopsis, I can imagine that the synopsis for that duet in particular was hard because you want people to go in like so blind to the story that I actually reread the synopsis like the other day because I was just curious and like you did a good job of cluing us into nothing, but Mm -hmm. also telling us enough. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know you're going into a enemies to lovers MM, Mm -hmm. but I mean... I it was it it was yeah it was hard and so you know now like so when I did I don't know what that was um (laughs) when I did the uh omnibus and I had to rewrite their synopsis for both books on one book like if you you guys have it right Mm -hmm. I mean oh yeah we have it it says it says river and then it says rain and it just has like that that was so easy to write because I'm like okay you know, most of the time, someone who is going to buy this has read it already, so it's not mm-hmm, entirely mm-hmm. I can give stuff away. But I had to write <laughs> those. the novella? To... The novella. So, I had to. Levi. Uh, <laughs> I had to. Um, I had to write those synopsises together. Um, I mm-hmm. actually remember vividly where I was. Um, I was actually at Mesa Verde because at the time I was living in Colorado and I'm camping and I'm just like, I need to write these blurbs and my best friend is with me and I'm just like, we're just like, I'm like sending or like sho- shoving my notebook over and I'm like, read these, do these make sense? And like, uh, finally I got them both nailed down and then I was like, okay, so now I'm good. Because I had both covers designed at the same time. I had everything done and she was like, I need your, I need your synopsis for this one too. And I'm like, okay uh you're like "Ah." yeah and I'm like well I knew I wanted one to be from one point of view one from the other Mm -hmm. so I was like okay well this fits better this way and it's when it's a duet or when it's a series of that they really connect to each other like enclave I'm the kind of person I have to like put it all I have to do it all at once like I otherwise Mm -hmm. I can't like I was telling Jenna the other day I have the plot for all five enclave books at least the overarching plot of what mm-hmm. has to happen for the overall plot in each book. Um, I'm talking with my hands like everyone else can see me, but you know, I, I do it all the time. <laughs> I literally all do it time. all the time. I get made fun of for it. Yeah, don't fun. worry. Um, but so in order to like, I had to do it like, otherwise 
what happens if I leave a plot hole in book three? And I'm like, well, I need to tie that up somewhere. You know, it prevents me from doing that. Um, so, you know, covers and synopsises are kind of the same. I, I have a loose synopsis, a loose plot for all the Enclave books before I even published these Vow Secrets. So, but Leighton You will be different because they're a series of standalones. So you can read whichever ones you want. You don't have to. Oh, okay. What is the first book in that one going to be? Iced Out. Iced, Iced out. out, right? Yeah. yeah. And there will be five in that book, in that series too. So. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're standalones, so they end in an HEA, and I won't want to murder myself. Correct. Are they all Cool! Out? Yes. <laughs> you will all be Yes! Okay. Excellent. <laughs> I just needed one. to double check on the AGA there. Just, you know, just to do a little double check for my own personal we, well-being. We, um, we love HEAs, and really, the... HFN at the end of These Vile Secrets. Okay, I'm okay with it because in the moment, spoiler alert, um, in the moment, they are happy when it ends. So mm-hmm. I can, I'm fine with it. I can't get yeah. past it. I'll never live. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I got to that end and I was Also, like, that last scene was like my favorite scene of all time. And then I immediately so texted these bitches and I, and I was so like, much. you sons of bitches! <laughs> I cried so much. Oh, I cried yeah, that, that one too. <laughs> that scene, I like as soon as like they see, like as soon as they see I them, was, I was, I literally like had my Kindle and I was like, oh, oh, and then I just paused. I was like, I gotta prepare. I gotta prepare. And I know that you say that like they don't, th- you can read these vile secrets or River of Rain and it doesn't matter. But like, I really feel like you have to read River of Rain first to like really understand that moment that moment is like I was crying yeah I mean I agree entirely and that was kind of the risk that I took with putting that moment in there because the mm-hmm. entire book up until that point you can read without you know reading the duet yeah and it's fine yeah I explain all of the pieces I had a beta who had never read the duet read TVS first to make sure it all made sense so yeah that was my biggest concern i'm like what if someone finds this book and doesn't want to read the duet and so but then i was like but roman needs this like yeah Uh, i needed it i needed it too and so i was like you know what we're just gonna do it and i feel like that moment won't hit you as hard if you haven't read the duet first you did it really well though where it can but like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, t- I, t- I talk enough about Rain, I feel like, in that book, and he's so prevalent in Roman's mind that yeah. it, you oh, can trust tell me. it's a big I was moment, annoyed even if you that. don't know why. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, is there's, and I've done this before, and um, I know other readers do it, is like you said, you you mention Rain enough, and you really kind of get the, the uh, impact that he had on Roman, right? So, like, mm-hmm. that also helps the emotional kind of gut punch that is that last. But also, I in in a way, if I had, like, mm-hmm. stumbled upon these vow secrets without reading the duet first, that ending alone and just the impact of it would have had, if I was on the fence, I would have been like, what is happening? Because then you're sucked into the duet because you're like, what? And it's almost, it would almost be mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. to read these vow secrets and then go back to the duet and see 
the growth that you necessarily wouldn't appreciate for Roman without the duet. Because throughout the duet, let's be honest, you you even said it. You make a you did a very good job of being like Roman. Like, oh, I like, loathed him. You just want to like I hate him. shake him. Je- Jenna was sending me her notes from uh from the duet and just like all mm-hmm. the ones about Roman. <laughs> I'm just like, you know I love my notes and I'm like just... during these vile secrets, I, like my first because the first few chapters, like you see rain a lot in Roman's head, and I'm like, <laughs> and then I love him. There's so many eye roll emojis. I'm just like, oh my god, he's not yours. Get over um, it. I just, I just want to say, though, when you're, you know, done with Ice Out, can't wait to read it. Um, I've already prepared though myself for emotional wreckage there at the end. Um, if you need someone to, you know, talk dark romance to really like filter this one up front to write, <laughs> like I'm here. I'm Shameless plug, but. Oh I God, agree I with Matt. So. <laughs> I love it. I mean, so they're, they're <laughs> talk to her. Talk about it because I am in love with the idea. I got the idea. It's like all of these dark, dark MF books that I've read, and they're like just so many different pits and pieces. And I'm like, and then it's, but then it's something completely different on top of it, and it's just like. I really want to write it, but I also know that because I'm method right, that I'm going to go into a very dark place when I write it, because especially one, so, okay, it's Denton and Everest. Are there- <gasps> Stop! I love those names! <laughs> Hit it again. Um, and so they, I've written the prologue, actually. Do you need it. someone to read the prologue? I mean, just like a little, a little glimpse into it. If you do, I'm here. If you need an alpha, alpha, <laughs> alpha reader, Matt's is available. <laughs> but they, um, it's such a weird dynamic between them because, you know, it's a cap captive MM, mm-hmm. but it's like. It's not necessarily a captive. Oh my god! But it's not captive, captive either. It's like Mads may stroke out. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you can see. (laughs) There's lots of uh, Stockholm syndrome happening in that book, but oh yes, excellent. Let me fan myself a little bit. Um, also about like upcoming works or like things you have ideas for. You did, me- and I, I was thinking of um the mention and one of you did a Q and A on your FTB. stories, and so That's obviously I responded to all of them to you because I'm obsessed with you. The taboo one that oh. you want to read. Oh, at okay, some point? wait. All so- let's talk about taboo. Yes, 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 yes. All the yes. How taboo we but also also FTB also FTB but Uh, also the taboo one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I really want to do a Patreon. Um, so I feel that I've already signed up. (laughs) Um, maybe like inserting that like taboo into something like that first, just to see the kind of response that I get because I know it's always a risk. You know, I was concerned about getting banned before follow the river like i thought i was gonna get banned on amazon because of that um i would have because of the flashback scene i would have and Mm -hmm. so i was like okay well 
if I ever want to write Taboo, like, I need to have They're a pros. platform that I can do this on. And, you know, thankfully, like, I have a good friendship with Kay Webster where I was like, hey, like, help me. <laughs> like, if this happens, what do I do? And so I have, mm-hmm. like, everything in line if that were to ever happen to me. Some of my really good friends have had it happen. Nyla had um, double-edged band. Liza had vibe band. And they mm-hmm. all, like, figured out their mm-hmm. ways, which I'm so happy for that you can do that now. Um, so mm-hmm. writing taboo isn't as scary to me, but I still would like to put it in a Patreon first, just because I know it's that not makes sense. Sign me up. Um, I've um, already signed up. Um, but let me tell you what, and you can tell your um friends about this who write more taboo. I am always looking for some smash words. I literally, someone came to me last night with an author recommendation for smash words. I just went in and bought the whole list. I was like, fuck it. It's all taboo. Check, check, check. Bye. Um, And I really, I actually am doing um, here pretty soon a um, taboo reel on the best, on the best taboo books. So I'm, I'm on top of that. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I like Taboo, too. Like, one of my favorite Kay Webster books is Hale, which is Brother Sister. Love that book. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Kay, Christy could convince me of anything. She could convince me of anything. She's so talented. Mm -hmm. Um, But, (laughs) I don't know. I would love to write Twins. I would love, or just. Oh, Shannon, that one's for you. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll um, I see. I love that. We'll see. So tell us about FTB. FTB, um, it's more of a passion project, kind of the way Head Above Water was for me. Um, and it takes place in that world. You will see. So it's Kenan gonna wreck Easton. us. You will see Kenan and Easton on page in FTB because I love them and I can't stay away from Kenan Beach. Yes. Um. So it's a. <laughs> Second Chance at Love Romance. Um, okay. Grumpy Sunshine. Yes! Mm, I love a Grumpy <laughs> Sunshine so much. Uh, they're definitely very opposites attract. Um, it does have a direct link to Canon and Easton because one of the main characters is actually, I told Jenna this, um, the guy that Easton hooked up with when he was like in eighth grade. So it has like that connection to them, like just those little Easter eggs. Such you know, a subtle you... connection, I love yeah. that. I love it so much. <laughs> so they, um, it's Hayden and Silas. Hayden is the one that names again. Jesus, <laughs> damn it! And I love a Silas. Me too. It's... I do too. I was like, I didn't want to use Silas because I do. There are some books that I love with the name Silas in it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it just fits him so well that I was like you know what we're just gonna do it anyway um because he Silas is a poet oh I love her comfort so, it's also it's her also her comfort, comfort. A is it QFSR um, oh okay. shit that's my weakness yes it is <gasps> yes <laughs> I feel like all my books are because I want that, like, I love that moment, like, where they, the moment where that's, the sex turns into something more than just sex. Like, Mm -hmm. that moment when you can see it and feel it, even if they don't, like, I love it. So that's what I like to write. So 
I feel like it's, it's really hard because I feel like I'm like, is this the same as Head Above Water? Are people going to hate this because it's the same? Or is same no. with Iced Out? Like, are people going to hate this? <laughs> Jen, no. <laughs> nope. But, um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be very emotional. It's going to be a very emotional book. So if you know, if you loved Head Above Water, FTB will be for you. If you loved Don't You Dare, Iced Out will be more along that line. And I like I do, it's so hard to want to write so many different categories in within the genre because mm-hmm. my biggest concern releasing Don't You Dare was this is nothing like anything I've written so far. It is mm-hmm. so light. It's happy-ish. <laughs> like, it's not, it's nothing like what I have. And so, you know, you, you make like a brand, quote unquote, with your writing and you're supposed to keep in that but it's so hard to want to do it because I want to write so many different things but I don't know I've gotten to the point where I'm just like we're just gonna write what I want to write because I think that translates better to readers than just trying to that's put stuff about that yeah yeah ex- that's what I was about to say is like I feel like your approach is part of the reason that your books resonate so well and especially like with grief with um mm-hmm. dealing with anything like that um any stab in the heart yeah know? like the emotional damage basically um emotional is, damage yeah <laughs> emotional yes. damage emotional damage is it really i think it comes through that you write what is speaking to you at that moment what the you focus on the characters as they ask for your focus if that makes sense you don't force anything and like I personally think, especially in like trade, like a traditional uh, publishing, that you can tell when an author was writing a book or pushed for a deadline based by like their publisher was the one pushing it because the writing there is, it's a subtle shift in writing that mm-hmm. it really can do a lot of uh, damage to a reader, reader's experience. So thank you for not doing that at all. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's hard because like you know people lately have been like so when does book two of enclave come out and i'm just like no this book has been out for over a year and now i'm getting all these messages about it so it's it's hard because i'm like okay it's it's fine you're getting more people reading it that's what you want um but it's people like, have hated roman long enough and are accepting <laughs> him and are ready to read his right. book yep. like i was <laughs> sorry I wasn't even ready to read his book. And I was like, no, you've got to do it. You've got to do it. And then I started and I was like, okay, cool. So on the plus side, we will never know what CE Ricky books are coming out next. But we have lots <laughs> to look forward to. That is yeah, the summary. summary. That is the summary. But yes. the dark romance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited. Push it to the top. I'm just going to start sending weekly messages. Hey, how is that dark romance? How is that um, going? How are we doing? I On the covers. other side, Grumpy Sunshine. I'm checking on Blake that one. Blake and Matt are going to duke it out. <laughs> hey, I think I I'm bothering you more than Blake. <laughs> Which one of you is going to win? We will see. Oh, and I'm I mean, just going to reread River of Rain and love my life. <laughs> Jen is going to be the nice one, like, do-do-do. Just let me know when they're coming out. Me and Matt's like, son of a bitch. No! <laughs> I mean, literally, when I was reading River of Rain, I was like, I hate Roman so much. I hate Roman. I'm, like, messaging her. I'm like, she's going to hate me because I'm telling her I hate this character so much. And then she has the audacity to write these vile secrets about Roman, and then I have to like him. I was so upset. Well, and it's I remember... I, 
And then I, I literally love him. It was such a good redemption. Well, I love him now. I feel like sort of that because uh, one of our other friends, Morgan, read it first. And she was like, oh, my God. And she's like telling our WhatsApp group about it. Every like single one of us. <laughs> every single one of us was like, there is no. no way Roman has that like big of a. And she was like, guys, I'm being like, she's not super pushy. God love her. So she was like, guys, I really think you'd like it. Like. It's really good, I promise. And then we're reading it, we're like, sorry, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Yep, sounds about right. Well, that's the hard part, because everyone is like, you, not everyone, but there were quite a few people who were like, so tell me more about Avery. And I'm just like, but you don't want to read Roman's book, so why will I write a redemption <laughs> story for someone else? <laughs> but here we are, writing a redemption novella-ish, kind of, for Avery. <laughs> I like that. I'm excited about that. Novella ish. I actually do want that one. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Well, I love that. Lots of things to look forward to. Um, Seriously, guys, though, if you don't follow um, author C. Ricky on Facebook, or, well, Facebook too. She has a group. But I was going to say Instagram because that's that's where people are. Instagram, TikTok, you got to look that up. Um, we have Jenna with, uh, Breathless Books, obviously, but also Bookmates Pod. Check that shit out. Um, yeah, you gotta do it. Um, but seriously, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today and giving so much insight into future goodness. Yeah, (laughs) of course. Thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, great. That's what we like. We're always worried. (laughs) Anytime you want to come or you need... You know, some author friends that want to come on. We are here. Yeah, Mads, absolutely. Blake, and Caitlin are literally the best. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Jenna, stop. We've been over the... the literally mind. love them so much. Jenna's the ultimate hype woman. Oh, she great. She great. I love try. that y'all like... It's easy to hype people that are so hypeable. Y'all oh sit for each other, and it's it's beautiful. I love we it. Do. <laughs> we do. We do. We're you wouldn't sense. believe the amount of, like, times we talk per day. Like through so many different mediums, yeah, through so many mediums. Oh my god, it's we have Snapchat groups, WhatsApp groups, iMessage groups, Instagram groups, yeah. And like, I think the only place we don't chat is Facebook, yeah. Well, like, what happens, especially if I get like sucked into work or something, is like we'll be FaceTiming and they'll talk about something, and I'll be like, What was I left out? And then one of them inevitably is like, It's on Snap, it's on Discord, catch up, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, Discord. That's another one. Discord. Yeah. yeah. We have so many. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. There's so much to look forward to. Oh, my God. Me too. But, um, no, for real, though, Mads and I are definitely going to uh, start bombarding you. So just, just be prepared. Okay. I will look you can the, You can send me a middle finger emoji when you get annoyed. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah feel free. It. You can put I'm multiple. So I, send, I, I send them to Mads all the time. Don't worry. I'm still yeah. going to do it. <laughs> And remember, if you need someone to read that synopsis, like I'm Alpha Alpha Alpha. I'm Alpha Alpha Alpha. It sounds like Bama Rush. Alpha Alpha Alpha. <laughs> Sorry, they've been taking those TikToks. On the TikToks. Why am I sucked into that? Like, why are they it's... on my feed? Like, no. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's insane. Um, all right, guys. So um, you know the drill. We hope you have a great uh, week. Um, when this drops, there this coming week, uh, we'll have a Patreon bonus episode up. So be sure to uh, check that out. Remember, all levels of the Patreon do get access to said bonus episodes. Just saying. 
Um, and then the following week, uh, we'll be back with uh, Silver Flames. And, um, you know, keep your eye out for some special episodes dropping, too. So, you know the drill. And as always, guys, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye!